Welcome along in everybody to the Red Card Radio News Hour. We uh, hope to be the one-stop shop, the, the one place you need to come for news in and relating to the Premier League and English football. And occasionally, occasionally other topics. Um, no. So my name is James. I support Arsenal. Uh, Mercedes. Uh, that's Brad. He supports Chelsea. Uh, I don't know. Red Bull. Red Bull. And then that's uh, Sean. He supports uh, Tottenham and uh, McLaren, right? Yeah. Right? McLaren. That's a yeah. l- l- little hint for uh, for what we're going to talk about in the news. The flying papayas, baby. <laughs> so, uh, before we get too deep into uh, the riveting football news that we have for you guys today, um, if you're new here, uh, hit that subscribe button, ring the sub notification bell, share this podcast with a friend, help us defeat Google and the YouTube algorithm and get us all of the subscribers and all of the views. Um, if you're on one of our podcast sites, leave a five-star review. Those things do really help us. They do help promote the podcast uh, in the algorithm there. So really, really does help us out if you could do all those things for us. Um, we would really appreciate it. So what we have on offer tonight or today this afternoon, whenever you're listening to this podcast on a beautiful day after Thursday, Thursday or later, um, we are going to talk about our comments from last week. We have a couple comments uh, relating to some football stuff, some football that was played. Um, we're going to talk about, I guess, a uh, a change, another change in the Premier League uh, match officials hierarchy. And then, uh, as I alluded to a moment ago, we, we the Formula One season is getting ready to kick off. So, uh Sean's got us got a primer for us all prepared to uh, get us ready to go for the for the upcoming Formula One season. So let's get into these comments first and foremost. So last week in the Chelsea Southampton match, a a Southampton player went up for a bicycle kick and kicked Cesar Aspilicueta in the chin, in the face. His boot hit the hit hit. Aspilicueta's face, um, just a very gentle caress of his chin with the laces of his boot, as as, as Sean would put it. It was very gentle, not no malice. Um, so did we, there was not we, malice. Do we? Do yes, we ask, certainly not. True, true, true. No malice. Hey, did anybody ask Dave if he likes being kicked in the face? I mean, yeah, Cucurella might like getting his little, his hair tugged <laughs> a little bit. So maybe Dave's into cer- certain things. <laughs> Okay. You never know. You, you don't know what people are into, you know? It's a callback. It is. It is. Check our uh, Match Week 3 videos or whatever it was. Um, <laughs> so, so we have this. We, have, we, we, we put it up to you, the loyal listeners of Red Card Radio. Uh, and we asked you guys what you thought about what you thought about the foul or not foul, foul, high boot, whatever. Um, red card, yellow card, whatever. It was ultimately a yellow card, whether or not you thought it was a red card. And so we have an arbiter of truth that we can refer to on these things. Someone who has a definitive answer that uh, that we rely on, and that is Jimmy's a non a non corrupted view. Yes, non corrupted view. This is Jimmy's son, Jack. And before six. before I get, it might be seven. Jack, don't don't hate us for not knowing how old you are. We apologize. Um, but before we get to Jack's take on this, Jimmy um, had some thoughts. So uh, Jimmy's. In, specifically in reference to this, he, he says, I don't see this as much different than the Mane versus Ederson challenge last year where Mane was sent off. Calls like this are really tough because you see both players are going for the ball with no intent to injure. What we have, what we have come to accept is that high boot is considered a dangerous play and is a foul. 
Everything, everyone agrees with this. However, a high boot is perfectly allowed if no one is around you. Any player who lifts their boot above their waist is accepting a risk of dangerous consequences. Like a lot of other challenges, often the difference between no card slash yellow slash red comes down to severity. That's Jimmy's initial thoughts. So, you know, I think that there's a little bit of subjectivity here. Some, some uh, refereeing perhaps needs to, to make some decisions. And, and his second point or his ultimate point is, uh, point being, I don't think any high boot can be seen as always red or yellow without context. So this was kind of Joel's question to us, to me last week, because I was like, and he's like, if if you think high boot is dangerous, then every high boot has to be red card. That was kind of Joel's point. Jimmy, Yeah, they tried putting that, those words in my mouth yeah. if you want to go back and watch that from last week. Jimmy continues, I think in the case of high, a high boot made incredibly dangerous, forceful contact, and the player should probably have been sent off. So Jimmy thinks it's a red card. I honestly, Jimmy, didn't care what you thought. I cared what I cared what Jack thought. So I asked you, I pressed you. I said, "Have, have you shown it to Jack yet?" Um, I guess Jack was still at school, so you know, whatever. I guess Jack gets a little bit of a pass, little bit. The school, a little bit of pass. Um, but Should Jack, have taken him out and shown him this. I have, I have, boys, a direct quote from Jack. <clears throat> I quote. He kicked him in the face. That is a red card. <laughs> Case closed. Case closed. These kids, kids don't know anything, all right? Nope. Yeah. Kids nope. Don't. nope. It's cases closed. It's a red card. It's done. Uh, all right. Should have been all a red. All right. All right. I got to accept it then. You have to accept it. Thank you, Jack. Um, we will be referring to you for any specific uh, refereeing decisions. Um, so thank you, Jack. We really appreciate it. I, th- I think... Uh, what we have all learned from this situation is that if a six or a seven year old can adjudicate <laughs> right. what is a foul and what is not, I think grown men who have been refereeing a sport for 20 to 30 years can adjudicate a hey. call correctly. Hey, hey, <laughs> you would hope. You know what? You know what, though? Jack, we might have your job for you next year. You might have to get into this. That's true. Program That's and true. Get graduated we- because the, uh, VAR chief, Mr. Neil Swar Swarbrick, is to retire at the end of uh, end of the season. This was already in the works before you know VAR has been terrible. So, has so Jack, I need you to bed for the bad four weeks in a row for this for this role as the VAR chief, so you can tell all of the referees in there. He kicked him in the head. That's a right card. Go give it to him. <laughs> I'm sure you could do it remote. I'm sure you could do it remote. Um, but to be fair, uh, Brad, are you actually buying that? Uh, that that thought no. process that it's been in the works for some time no. that, that the 57 year old who has a plush no. has a cushion job where he doesn't have to actually run around he just gets to watch football matches was planning to retire at the end of the season yeah i don't know i don't buy that in the same sense that uh lee mason certainly wasn't planning to retire this is a uh, howard webb he's coming in he's clearing house let's go it's, i'm here let's see let's see what happens next year what do you guys? It has been appreciably worse this year since Howard Webb. Yeah, well, no, Howard has came, taken over. Howard Webb came in in like October or November. Like he didn't come in. He wasn't at the beginning of the season. He came in yeah. midway through the season. It has been appreciably worse the last month because they they were pushing back. He came in and he's like, "Look, man, these are the this is the new guidelines. These are the rules. This is what you have to abide by. And if you don't, if you continue to try and assert yourself, 
then we'll have to we'll have to have some conversations. I'm this is this is speculation on my part. I'm not speaking for <laughs> Howard Webb here. Just want to make that clear. Um, and and you know these uh these uh, what what's the word I'm trying to to look for? Deep the deep the deep the deep state uh the deep state referees <laughs> were trying to control, and we had the uh the make referees great again Howard Webb coming in and trying to uh, stamp them all out. And uh, he's he's working on it. He's getting the deep state referees out. He's making referees great again. It's, is that a bad it's is that a, a bad analogy? Yes, it, it is appreciably worse the past month to two months than it has ever been. It's not. It's a process. Isn't that a pretty good analogy to what I was joking about? Then absolutely not. I'd Appre- rather move on for that. Appreciably worse. Isn't that okay? Anyway, I thought it was, right. I thought it was funny. John. Lead yeah. the way here. This will be the one time McLaren gets the leader. So lead the way into, into F1. All right, boys. I have prepared a small monologue. I'll time you. No, it's a small one. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> are you ready, boys? It is. I, it. I, need, I, need, I need some sound. It's Formula One time. This weekend, I believe it's this weekend, engines will roar again like the roars of Mordor to the (laughs) whimsical song of Martin Brundle and Crofty. Uh, Expectations for the one singular time in the F1 season are all the same. No one dreams of sixth, although you'll take it if you're in seventh. No, this, this is the time in a given season that all expectations and dreams are exactly the same. To win it all. This is the magical, that magical, magical hope that springs eternal. It is at its highest. It will be at for, for the next nine months. This is opening weekend. Can Red Bull continue its dominance? Can Mercedes get back on top? Can Ferrari and McLaren rekindle its storied history? We're about to find out. But at the top, uh, Red Bull, Ferrari, Mercedes remain unchanged. That is Verstappen and Perez, Leclerc and Sainz, Lewis and Russell. Uh, those remain unchanged. Alpine sees a new face. Pierre Gasly has moved over and replaced uh, Alon- Fernando Alonso, uh, who will join Ancon on that team. That was the fourth place finishing team last year. McLaren seems a new face. Uh, so Lando Norris is now joined by uh, Piastri. Uh, who replaces Ricardo, which is very good for me because Ricardo <laughs> was piastering me off last year by <laughs> not scoring points ever. Uh, thank you for that laugh. Uh, Alonso has left Alpine and has landed at uh, Aston Martin, replacing the retired, thank you for your service, Sebastian Vettel. So that is Lance Stroll and Fernando Alonso. Alpha Tauri sees also a new driver, uh, Nick DeVries. DeVries, uh, Dutch, Dutch Billy, I believe he's Dutch. Let's look at the flag. Uh, yes. Uh, he's yes. Dutch. Uh, yeah. Um, I just was guessing by the name. Uh, <laughs> jo- joins Yuki Tsunoda, my, one of my favorite drivers on the, on the grid. Yuki Tsunoda is always a joy. Uh, Alfa Romeo team, uh, Valtteri Bottas, and that is unchanged. Valtteri, Valtteri Bottas and Zoo. Uh, Haas. 
sees Magnuson now joined by Nico Hulkenberg returns, uh, showing the exit to to Mick Schumacher, which is um, much aligned this malign decision. Uh, but he was a he was a fan favorite that Mick Mick, Mick Schumacher didn't Mick Schumacher he ended up as a third driver at Red Bull for this year no uh, Mercedes. Is he Mercedes? Mercedes. 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 Uh, Ricardo is, is the third that's driver. Right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, and then the bottom, the bottom place, Williams sees Alex Albon joined by our new podcast favorite, the only American <laughs> on the grid, Logan Sargent. Let's go. We have got an American on the grid, boys. Yes. Uh, first American in over ten years on the on the uh, F one grid. I'll take so. it. It's a bit, that's a big wow. deal. That's a big deal. Yeah. So what do we got boys? All right. So, so I think, I think I got this. I'm, uh, do you mind if I take the reins here, Sean? Sure. sure. All right. All right. So our first predictions, who is winning it all for the drivers? Which driver is winning it all? Mr. James It's going on the, um, what do I, what do I call it? Sheets of integrity. Sheets of integrity. This is, yeah, but I call it something different. We gotta call it something different because it's F one. We gotta figure out something. We'll figure out something. For now, sheets of integrity. Certainly not gonna Is be called the, certainly not gonna be called the papers of trust and respect. That was what oh, we yeah. used the to papers call. of trust and yes. respect. Papers oh, of trust and respect. That. It's coming back. Papers of trust and respect. <laughs> that gets a red card. Let me find my book. I need to send that off. Um uh, this is right. this is easy. Forty four takes number number eight. All right, Mr. Lewis Hamilton. Sean, who you got? Uh Getting this first at the ripe old age of 24, Lando freaking Norris. No way. Y'all, y'all are totally wrong. It's Max Verstappen. Max Verstappen. Max Verstappen ain't stopping. Oh, All gosh. Right. <laughs> Constructors Cup. Should I put it as the same, James? What do, you, what do you have for the Constructors Cup? So so uh, the, the, the pick for... Lewis was obviously like Lewis is my driver. So I'm going to, I'm going to back him up in the same sense that Sean picked Lando Norris. So he's going to pick, he's going to, I, I, if I pick Mercedes to win the constructors, I think that's a legitimate choice. I think uh, Mercedes were, I think one of the only teams last year to have both drivers win, uh, go one, two on the podium in a race. Uh, they did that in Brazil or Mexico or something like that. It was late in the season. No, Red Bull did that. Also. Yeah, one of the only yeah. two. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was going to say. So, so I, I don't think it's a. I don't think it's an outlandish choice for me to say. I think that that Mercedes is going to win the constructors. So, that being said, I'm going to take Mercedes to win the constructors. Alrighty, Mister Mister Sean. Uh, I was just looking down. Probably. Look, if I'm just going driver to driver, like what is I got a I got an unknown unknown entity in the McLaren garage, right? Like I don't yeah. know what Oscar Piastri is. Like if he's the wonder kid, like people think he is, maybe it's great. Maybe because Lando's great. Yeah, I guess some context is like there's probably like three teams that we think legitimately could win the constructors. Maybe there's, there's, maybe it, it, four if P- Piastri is like good, and you talk about McLaren could maybe sneak in there, right? But like we're only talking. It's 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 Mc, it's Mc, like when you look at the at the two, like I don't know if George Russell is aggressive enough. I know Lewis can be. He's not 
he's not an aggressive driver. Lewis is not. No. He is just he's just not. That he's never been an aggressive driver. He will put you in your place if he needs to. But that's more of a matter of fact thing. It's he is not like Max Verstappen in any way on the, on the <laughs> on the racetrack. Max Verstappen is aggressive just to be aggressive. To, to, yeah, he is a bully. <laughs> he is a get out of my way or I will put you out of my way. It still saves all the tires. And still somehow has tires at the end. Uh, but per- uh, Perez is probably the best quote unquote number two on the grid. Like, let's be honest. I, 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 I'm willing to give you that. I'm willing to give you that. So where that, you going, Sean? That, you got to pick somebody. Ferrari. <laughs> so that Ferrari, <laughs> Ferrari is a legitimate choice. Ferrari yeah, is a legitimate choice. Ferrari, Ferrari. McLaren and Science and, and Ferrari started out so great last year. If they didn't and they fall didn't, off a cliff. And, and then didn't get the tweaks right. Everyone else got the tweaks right. Mercedes, it took them a couple weeks, but Mercedes got the tweaks right. And McLaren did not. But Red Bull and Mercedes got the tweaks. But uh, unfortunately for Mercedes, they were so far behind Ferrari yeah. that they couldn't make it up. I think Science had like a, 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 he didn't finish in one of the races. It was like really there, heartbreaking. There was, and there was a stretch of like three races yeah. where Science just couldn't stay on the track. Yeah. It was ridiculous. And so like his, his championship, his personal championship aspirations yeah. just evaporated. And that kind of killed Ferrari's chances to win <clears> the constructors <throat> last year. But like, I think Ferrari is a legitimate choice. Yeah. Brad's Especially, pick, Brad's going to pick Bull. Red Bull. It's Red, it's Red Bull. Bull. Yeah. It's Red Bull. Um, he's going to win so many races. Is gonna get on podiums, it's gonna happen. I got a fun one, boys. Y'all okay. wanna go team by team and say and let's pick Ooh. who's who's scoring the most most points on the team. Okay. Yes. This sounds yeah. fun. Let's, let's go. Wait, I got a caveat for this too. All right. We score who's gonna score more points, and then how confident are you? Okay. All right, I like that. Uh, uh like a confident score out of 10. Yeah. All right, okay. so we'll give we'll give a name and then a number of confidence. Yes. All right. Well, let's start. Um, I'm I'm just going to go in order of how it is on the F1 website. Uh, let's start with Mercedes. It's George Russell and Lewis Hamilton who scored more points. Are we re- are we keeping record of this? I don't think so. this is a lot of stuff to so. keep keep record. Yeah, this, of. yeah, this is. Got, a, I, we got the constructors' cup and the winners. I think Lewis Hamilton takes more points. Um, I'm about a four confident on that. I'd give it like a six. I agree uh, with you. I think it's more like a six or six or seven. It's Lewis and my confidence is 10. <laughs> I Russell, have zero confidence. He's just he, not. He he's beat, just he, not better than Lewis still. I, I agree with you, but he beat Lewis last year. I, yeah. it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> just saying. I, I think Lewis, Lewis had a tough off season last year. Agreed. I mean, when you get robbed of the world championship uh, and then get told he's, to just suck it up and take it, it's hard to get back up. I agree. He is going to be refocused and angry. Yeah, I'm down. I mean, let's go. It is a 10 is a 10 confidence. Let's do it. All right. Alpine. Esteban on calm. Pierre Gasly. Uh, So actually, let me this might be interesting. So let me get the Formula One standings for last year. Yeah. The standings from last year. Because I am I'm almost. Certain that on outperformed. Um. Fernando last year. I'm pretty Ocon sure that Ocon finished eighth. eighth and Fernando Alonso was right behind on the same team. So he outperformed his teammate last year and Gasly was 14th. 
Although, albeit in a different team. Yeah, so I mean, they I, will have the same equipment this year. I, I think it's easy to take Alcon here. And I think that my confidence is a six there. I think it's like a three. I'm going on con with the confidence of seven. He is a very, very yeah. good. He's a very good. He's not only a very good driver. He is a very safe driver. He stays out of wrecks yep. and finishes a lot of races, whereas Gasly does not. He takes a lot of risks. Uh, I think my confidence is a three, but I agree with you guys so far. All right. So we all agree so far. Just varying yes. levels of confidence. Uh, the Haas team, Kevin Magnuson and Nico Hulkenberg. Uh, Suck my balls. Magnuson two. It, Magnuson three. It's Magnuson ten because they're going to have a combined four points. And yeah, Magnuson's going like, to score all of them. And it's going to be in a rainy day. In nah, the, bump that. I'm taking the, Hulkenberg. Okay. All right. Well, so we varied now. You want to get a little different. Okay. Confidence is a ten. Yeah. <laughs> Magnuson's a good driver, man. I, yeah, I'm not sleeping on him, but I'm it's going to be on a rainy Brazil Grand Prix where yeah. ten drivers are out, and yep. he's the only Haas left. Yep, and he finishes seventh. Yep, yep. <laughs> you you nailed it. <laughs> uh, McLaren, Piastri, and Norris. It's Lando. It's Lando. Yeah. This is La- Lando. Lando. Lando performed exceedingly well last year lando uh for the record for the post keeping track at home uh mclaren scored last year uh one 150 159 points last year so for those who are unfamiliar with formula one the the mclaren points are the combination of their two drivers yep so as a team they scored 159 points Lando scored 122 of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, he also, he was the best. He was the best driver not at a big three team. Yes, so he, he was, the was best driver out of the top six. Uh, and, and and was 30 points above the person next to him. Yeah, about big six. Yeah, sure. Like the top six, big six. Yeah, yeah. Bringing it back to soccer. That's how you know. Uh, yeah, of course it's Lando. I don't think any of us. It's Lando by landslide. It's ten. Unless Piastri is some type of just magician. But to me, it seems like if if Piastri is good, then this is a different conversation for the 24 yeah. season. But in 23, I think it's still Lando. Easy. Well, the, the problem the problem with Lando, I feel, is this. I have a similar issue with him as I do with Lewis Hamilton. Is he he's not aggressive enough. Okay. Like I would like I would like to see him. Assert himself. I would like uh, assert himself and put other drivers in uncomfortable situations because that's all Max does is he puts the other driver in an uncomfortable situation and then they always back off. And Lando just d- doesn't do that. And I would like to. Ricardo did it. Ricardo. I mean, Ricardo will do that all day. It's easy to put somebody in an uncomfortable position when you have the the fastest the car, car on the grid. That's, that's true. That's helpful. Yeah, that's true. All right. Uh, this one's the easiest one on the grid, right? So, uh, yes, 100%. It's Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez who score so, more points. Verstappen, 20. Verstappen. Um, so funny thing here, because you just talked about the points difference between McLaren, between Lando and Alonso. So yeah. I did quick maths, right? Quick maths. Uh, I did quick maths here. Lando, the difference between Lando and Ricardo was 85 points. Uh, and that's from 7th to 11th from last year. Um, between 1st and 3rd. Uh, was 149 points. 
<laughs> between between first and second was a hundred and forty six. This yeah. is Verstappen all day long. Ah, when he doesn't, when he's unwilling to give the uh, position back to his teammate. Uh, after hey, after they try to let, qualify better. What this is this? I'm no. talking. I'm talking about in the. Uh, I forget which race it was. It was the second to last race last it, year. Where it was. It was so. It was so Perez could finish second. Yeah. In the. In the um, it was the second driver. Well, even still, yeah. it was it, Perez. It was, they were they wanted Max to pass to see if if Max could chase down him. chase down the guy in front of him, but he couldn't. And they were like, Max, we want you to give the space back to Verstappen or to. He was like, no. Perez. He, he, he was said, like, he was like, you don't ask me this. Yeah, you don't, don't ask this of me. <laughs> he said, don't ever ask me that again. You know how I feel about it. So it's like, I don't know, man. I think ah, seem yeah. Anyway. That seems I, I was surprised that I was surprised there wasn't a change there with I think I was number two. There there is there like I think that's why Danny Ricardo was number three. Like just I, in case. Because yeah. there's case. going to be some sort of blow up that happens. Yo, I'm here for it where uh, Perez incidentally, like inadvertently takes out Verstappen on like the, the first turn in a race in like England or something like that. And uh and there's just a blow up at Red Bull. I'm here for it. Well, yeah, the, the the squabble over that was it would have helped because the Ferrari drivers were out. It would have helped Perez get into second place. Yeah, in the drivers, like they had already wrapped up constructors, but yeah. and Max had already, Max had already won. and Max had already won. So it was specifically to help Sergio. Yeah, and, and he was like, "F that." And Sergio gave the space to Max because the team yeah. asked him to to see if Max could chase down the guy in front of him. Yeah, and. He couldn't. This will be. This is a fun one here. Lance Stroll, Fernando Alonso, Fernando Alonso on a new team in the Aston Martin, and Lance Stroll. Honestly, the more I watch races, not a bad driver. He's a pretty daggone good driver. Like yeah, but like it's Alonso. To be honest, he's 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 not. He's not. He's not challenging top five or anything. But Stroll's a good driver. Yes. I mean, there's varying, varying or, echelons here to the sport, right? Like, we can all agree that, like, there's levels to this. All right. But I think there's levels I, to this. I'm, team. Br- I'm bringing it around town for this. Aston Martin stole Fernando Alonso for a reason, right? Yes. Like, they yeah. had they had Vettel. Vettel finished 12th. Vettel retired, and they were like, uh, why don't we just steal the other old former champion that finished ninth? Yeah. Maybe he maybe he can do to our team what he did to Alpine, which is <laughs> get them to finish fourth in the constructor championship, which is probably more money than they've ever ever well no not ever because they when they had Ricardo Renault was they had uh, Uncon and Ricardo together and they were I think they finished third because uh, Ricardo won a race Bro, under Renault. Spoiler alert! I'm still on season two of Drive to Survive. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, my stop, bad. Stop it, bro. Sorry, sorry that I spoiled the 2019 F1 season. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, but it's it's Alonzo. Yeah, it's that's a ten. It's a it's a, it's Alonzo, and it's a ten. All right, Alpha Tauri, the newbie, Nick DeVries, Nick DeVries, uh, and Yuki Sonoda. So for context, Yuki Sonoda score where where is he? Seventeenth. Uh, he scored 12 total points last year. I'm mm, I'm going to go. His teammate, uh, Pierre Gasly, scored 23 points. He finished 14th. 
Nick got two points last year and he didn't race much, if I'm correct, right? He only had like one. Oh, race he did. Races. He did finish in the points in the one so, Williams so that he filled in. I'm going Nick. Sonata. Yeah. And I'm going to give it a four. Nick, and it's a four. If my singular. Where's the other Williams? All right. My singular point here is if you can score two points in one race with the Williams <laughs> when it took Nicholas Latifi 30 some races to also get two points it's Nick it's Nick ah well I guess we'll see I disagree with you I'm taking Sonoda are you guys sad to see that we lost another North American racer we we gained one with the US but we lost the Canadian Nicholas Latifi no, Latifi needed to go. He's coming. I think he's an indie now, isn't he? He's an indie car racer, I think. I don't care where he goes, but he's got to get the heck up out of here. I yep. was tired of seeing his. I was trying to tired of seeing that Williams in the side of the wall. Right. <laughs> Are we moving on to Ferrari? Ferrari. This is the big one, right? Yeah. Because they are very even. I think Sainz had a fire under him last year. And I think I think, I think it's science. I, I think that he's coming back. I think he wants he he was really close last year until he had a string of bad results. I think that he is going to be encouraged and uh, motivated for this season. So I'm taking science. I think it's science, and I think my confidence is a seven. That's exactly Ooh. how I feel as well. Wow, yeah. I'm going the cleric, and because y'all think I'm gonna say a, I'm gonna say a five. I mean, Leclerc, they're both very, very good drivers. So, like, very good this, drivers. Taking Leclerc I think this is an interesting one. Like, I'm like, I don't know how you guys are saying sevens. That's why, like, that's why I'm like, because ten is the most confident. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just, I'm just that confident in the fire that James also sees. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Valtteri Bottas, Alfa Romeo. About Valtteri Bottas, uh, Guan Yu Zhu. That's it. Said backwards. No, no, it's. Oh. Doesn't matter. Uh, it's Botas. <laughs> it's it's party in the it's front, Valor. party in the back. It's Valor. Yeah. He got he got the the epic mustache, the awesome awesome mullet. It's it's Valerie, and it's a ten. It's Valtteri. Um, Williams. This is this is the race to who can who can score a point. Yeah, right. Who's gonna get one? Alex Albon, Logan Sargent. I, th- I think I'm just it's gonna. I'm just gonna go with my heart with the American, right? Yeah. Like we're just we're just gonna go with the American. Some some rookie luck, yeah. yeah. Logan it. Sergeant, let's do it. Lock it in. It's a ten. Ten, ten. confirmed. Ten confirmed. Ten. Logan Sergeant, guys, get ready for these Logan Sergeant updates. First time he gets <laughs> first time he gets a point, we are going to celebrate on the review, on the news, and on the preview. Popping bottles, just spraying everybody with champagne. All was right, that, guys. Was that it? That's it. That's it. There's 10 teams. That's it. So we had. So, so what, what did we do? We, we've got. We've got. consensus was. Lewis, Lewis, Hong Kong, Magnuson, Lando Norris, Max Verstappen, uh, Fernando Alonso, Nick, Nick DeVries, uh, Carlos Sainz, I think was the. Yeah, you had two yeah. to one. It was two to one. Two so to yeah. one. Botas and the American. America. America. So just for context for you guys, uh, we got Bahrain coming up 
It's coming up this weekend. It's uh, March 3rd through the 5th. Uh, races, of course, on Sunday. Uh, got practice and qualifying leading up to that. Um, so, yeah, it should be. I'm interested because I be haven't. I don't know if you guys had looked into it. I haven't seen who's quick and who's not. I have not looked either. Uh, Red Bull was fastest all three days for testing. Well, that's. First of all, it's unsurprising because Red Bull doesn't try to hide anything. They just show up and just like, hey, we're putting down times. So, but other teams like to play a little chess match of like, they'll just play around with a couple of sectors and then take and extrapolate that. Yeah, they're they're just trying to. They're the teams that are competing with each other. There's a big chess match of like, you don't want to show your full hand. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Until I, the first weekend, so Redbud Red don't, don't care. They just come. They just come to train. They come to practice or like the testing, and they just pull their whole PP out. Let's go. And yeah. they're just like, here it is. Yeah. I don't think a minute thirty is going to be the fastest time that come qualifying. I think it's no. going to be faster. I think it's going to be a lot faster than that. Yeah, they're going to have that thing yeah. dialed in. Yeah. But it's it's obviously like let's not kid ourselves. It's going to be Mer- Mercedes, Ferrari, Red Bull. Like, like, unless, because you guys remember last year, maybe you don't, but I do. But Haas, Haas were qualifying. They like qualified almost on the front row. A lot. Like they, the first, the first couple of races, they had yeah. that thing dialed in. And I was like, oh my gosh, are we seeing a Haas top five? And then they just fell off a cliff because everyone, <laughs> everyone tweaked, tweaked their way and Haas doesn't have tweaking money. They have <laughs> they have season money. We don't have tweaking money. Wait, have you seen their um? I don't know what they're called, but like the seven seater. Yeah, like, they, where, it's where three seats. Seat? They have three seats instead of seven. Dude, up, and, apparently they're saving two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, in transport transport fees because yeah. it weighs so much less that yeah. they're going to be able to put that back into testing Smart. just by having three seats instead of instead of seven. And you their little, probably uh, get away with three seats. Like, what? Why do you need? I don't. I don't understand enough F one yet to understand why you need seven seats. Just like, stop. Just Steiner, Steiner, your main communication guy and your head engineer. That's all you need. Yeah. Team principal, the guy that talks to the drivers, and then the head engineer. That's all you need. There you go. Solved. Rocking. Solved. All right. Well, um, a little bit light on the football news tonight um but we did uh we did want to bring you that f1 update uh just because the season's about to start and we were sean's certainly into f1 more than brad and i but we're we're i think we're we're tangentially fans well we're we're, we're, trying trying to get more into it catching up i am it's a good sport it's a good sport yeah Um, sport i'm here for it i like racing i've been saying for the last five years i'd watch more um so but maybe this year is the year that I'll watch more. Um, but if you're still listening, uh, this isn't our typical news episode. Normally, it's more football focused, but we will talk about F1 sporadically throughout the uh, the F1 season and through the summer. Um, and then when whenever the World Chess Championship comes back, and we'll start talking about chess again. Um, but uh, and if you're still if you're new here, just stumbling across this, we would really appreciate that subscribe, uh, ring the sub notification bell. What's up, Brad? You're you're are you interrupting got- me? I not for not for trivia. Thank we goodness. do have a late prediction to add to the uh, sheets. Okay, Mr. Mr. Jimmy here. Mr. Jimmy here is going Aston Martin winning it all. Jimmy, Jimmy put Aston Martin winning it all. How, where, where? In in our Discord. So guys, please join the Discord and chat with us. Yeah, how did he know? 
Uh, oh, okay. Sean, Sean was blasting links on every channel that he could find. <laughs> Yo, that's awesome. And I get yeah, asked him, there we go. Jimmy, there we go. go. Perfect. He's got Fernando up. up. Hey, Jimmy, I want you to back up your comment. He's got Fernando up. Comments. He's got Fernando Alonso for getting one for the road before he retires. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Appreciate that, Jimmy. Um, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, that's at KS Brad G down below. That's at Whiteheart underscore Sean. I'm at James Tiffany. Collectively, we can be reached at Red Card underscore Radio. And until next time, tomorrow we've got a preview of Match Week 26 in the Premier League. Uh, full slate of games, so you won't want to miss that. Definitely check back tomorrow. Uh, we'll get y'all squared away for the weekend. Um, but until then, have a good one, and we will see you guys soon. <laughs>